Blog Talk Radio. Of 
fan pages. So please, and thank you. Give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals, spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works. All right, let's, uh, without further ado, talk to Cam. Let's, uh, hmm. Got a couple of Skype calls, so I've got to play a little Skype roulette. Cam, is this one you? Okay, is this one you? Look, you found me. Yay. Yeah. What's happening, man? How's everything? Oh, man, you know, out here, you know, doing the damn thing. Um, Yeah, yeah, just life. Life is life. Is life. Did you get your uh, Twitch stuff straightened out that you were doing earlier? Yeah, I was, I was, I didn't realize <laughs> I was like doing something that you couldn't do. And I, I finally looked at it and I was like, oh, that's what they mean by that. Okay, well, I've been working so hard at this. So yeah, everything's cool. Were you doing something illegal? About to get stream? No, 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 nothing like that. Nothing like that. I love as soon as I go live. I love as soon as I go live, my camera's like, nah, 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 nah. We are gonna act funny on you, buddy. Um, so let's get that situated. Yeah, no, 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 no. Everything's cool. Good, good. We certainly are. Full of topics. Topics. Topics are our cup overflows <laughs> with the topics. Yeah. And you gave us a bit of a preview on Twitter. Um, just yeah, where where the heck should we start? There are a few places that I think could be the lead, the number one, the number one bold headline story of the week. But uh, it's a good week, so. Where, where you want to start? Yeah, let's. I mean, let's talk GCW first, man. I don't know if we've ever opened a show with GCW. Where you know if we've like. opened the show with GCW news or not. <laughs> well, you were, this is sure. what I'm saying, though. You I think we may archives, have, baby. but I think it might have been like a negative thing, like why are you guys running these shows during the pandemic? I think <laughs> oh, you know what? You get, good point, good point, good point. Yeah, but as far as like a positive, like, okay, guys are doing and the damn thing. Related. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight up about about the event, not not with surrounding the event, right? Um, yeah, Matt Cardona Gage in a death match to win the GCW title. I mean, the GCW World Champion. Um, if you're watching on Skype or if you saw like the preview, I think I might have posted that somewhere. Um, yeah, it's a a bloodied and battered Matt Cardona uh, with a bottle flying toward him. If you look closely, yeah. Um, you know, in, in all his glory and joy, holding up the GCW title, uh, beating Nick Gage in a death match. Not, not too many people can say they did that, but here we are. Yeah, my, my first instinct is, did he beat him clean? <laughs> look, look at the guy. Look at this picture. Yeah, look nobody's clean. Blood-stained, <laughs> awful, tetanus shot eating picture of, of Matt Cardone. Yeah, took him oh, out. No. Took him out with the Rough Rider, man. To do to yes. to win to win the GCW title with a Rough Rider is hilarious, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. it like a face full of packs and broken like shards yeah. and tables and shit. But yes, it, yeah. To if O Radio, tell me what you know, started playing after that, that would have I would have set it yeah, off, man. That would have, uh, and it would have also gotten the shit sued out of him. But still, it might have been worth it. But 
what a yeah. what a moment and a visual and I, I think we said I'm sure I said on this show a few months ago when they started this Twitter thing to think they ha- they absolutely could make some money with this with these two particular personalities a guy that yeah. that that lives in a really nice home probably somewhere in the coast of Florida with all his figurines and title belts hung up on his wall versus the former bank robber garbage rest like that's just yeah. money on any level. And if uh, I don't know what GCW's situation is, if it's there that as far as it goes, but those two in particular uh, could and should take that match on the road or elsewhere or somewhere where it can be promoted a little okay. bigger than what GCW is capable of. Yeah, it was it was GCW homecoming. It was Atlantic City. I mean, so it was you know I know people who came from from far and wide to go check that out. So uh, yeah, but yeah, I, again, I, th- I think there's a lot of money in that rematch. I think people, if you look at the reaction after the show um, or after the the result, the I should itself. say, yeah, um, yeah, there's people who were very disappointed in what they saw, but disappointed in a, in a way that you want them to be disappointed. Not, oh my God, how could the promotion do this? Like, oh, I hate this guy. I didn't want him to win. You know? Um, yeah, yeah, there, there's money to be made in a rematch. Um, and I hope they make it happen, man. Like, seriously, I think that was... Um, what a not even a departure from what they do, but just what an accentuation of of what independent pro wrestling can be um with people who are you know one thing you'll never say about Matt Cardone is he's not dedicated. you'll never say that about him, whatever he was doing, he was all in on it, you know, and uh yeah, here he is g c w world champion um now there 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 are conversations to be had about him being quote unquote stitched up conversations to be had about those hotel sheets. But, um, yeah, there he was today at Disney World holding up the title. Um, just the, is, the most shitty grin you ever saw. Just yeah. What does that mean, <clears throat> stitched up in hotel sheets? Well, Chelsea Green says she stitched him up. Um, you've never seen a sheet oh. so bloody that she worked on him on. Never, ever, ever have you seen a sheet so bloody. That sounds pretty crude. Uh, not for crudeness, not on this show as a family. Yeah, family program. Okay. Um, okay, so where do you think they go from here? Do you think uh, they just try to maximize what they can do, like try to have it in as big a, build, a bigger building they can afford and justify, you know, for the rematch or, you know, going forward in two or three or four months, however, whenever it happens? Do you yeah, see, a couple of do you see in there. Cardona having opponents before a rematch? Yeah, I, I see him and right yeah, I see him and AJ Gray before uh, they go back to Nick Gage. I think, okay. definitely think so. Um, in a in a not a death match, but in a super physical, super hard hitting, everybody does all the moves match. I definitely think that's coming. Um, Is this going to be the 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 idea of what is how does the phrase go? Large ship raises all the tides, or some shit raises the tides. Uh, is, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, is AJ Gray going to get the Matt Cardona rub, and, and by the transitive properties, everybody else on the on the undercard and the people that are getting seen because people came and paid for absolutely 
pay for the uh, yeah. pay-per-view or whatever. And I think what it does for uh, what it does for Matt more again again Nick Gage has all the credibility in the world as a deathmatch wrestler, but AJ is I don't need weapons to hit you as hard as possible. Like you're gonna go through something physical with me, and so yeah yeah I definitely think um, it, it helps out. Matt Cardona with some credibility. And, yeah, AJ gets to say, hey, here I was against ex-WWE guy. Um, so, yeah, I do think it helps everybody. And their, their undercards are always packed. Like, you know, they had two cold Scorpio you know, on the card. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun show, whatever they choose to do, absolutely. And I know they're already thinking about it. Um, now, we can't – whenever you have GCW, you, um, you have to mix in a little controversy. So – my man, uh, the oddity on Twitter, made uh, a T-shirt, and it's just a quick Photoshop that said GCW Plant, because Meltzer made the claim that the people who threw bottles in the ring were planted there by the company. And I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't there, but I know people who were there, and they weren't throwing things because they got paid for them. Um, and also, that's just such a like. Just watching the footage, just like okay, that's just one. That's just stupid. They they pay yes. thirty thirty seven people or whatever. Like it, it would have been crazy for him to say, but it would have made logical sense if he said a person or two or for a handful yeah. of people were paid because that's all it takes. It's the Riley Freeman. Uh, a school of throw chair and you know it's just a riot after that uh, you know with one guy one person to throw a bottle or you know can mm-hmm. or whatever and oh, man. The, crowd, the crowd picks up <laughs> what to say all, to just phrase it the way he did it was just like come on like that shit yeah, makes you nasty. immediately sound like the bitter guy who doesn't who doesn't want GCW to have their little fucking moment. I don't know, their moment yeah. of people paying attention to them and somebody might get over, you know, from this company and from the, like, from the feuds and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And even, even, and even so, good the fuck on them. Way to be forward thinking and thinking of, you know, it's going to be tense and hot and he's going to have a ton of heat on him. Cardona, that is. Let's, uh, Let's get some plants in there to 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 to, to throw some bottles, not Absolutely. to stab somebody or to you know, but to, to throw a water bottle. Yeah, and good on so, it's going to make them a lot of money, or at least you know, relatively speaking. So my man makes the GCW plant T-shirt design. Next thing you know, GCW selling it, and like see, not see? that they should. What happens when you be be a hater? People just get shine off of your fucking hatred. Or your yeah. little bitter complaint. Well, no, no, he he wasn't hating. He was doing no, it. No, 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 no. Oh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, eh, GCW should have gave my man a little piece of bread. Like, not to say they won't do it, but come on, guys. Like, it, it was, even though it's your shirt, it wasn't your idea. And you're literally just doing the same thing he did. Like, like come on. Right. Like, oh, guys, yeah, I'm, that I'm kind telling, of thing could, could and would backfire on them quick. Yeah. Like, the internet it's like, yeah, that community, I'm sure, would be tight enough to be like, did, you, did they take care of you? Did they give you some kind of, like, uh, creators, exactly. creator's fee? And when they say no, they're going to let everybody know in GCW. All of a sudden, is after, you know, after all this positive, I'm telling, you know, the, 
anybody in the chat, anybody listening on online, anybody who rewatches this at any point, if you do graphics and you like to do them, that's cool, but doing them for the love is only cool for so long. You're going to do something for the love one time, then you're going to see something you made on Facebook with 100,000 likes. So just be careful. Be careful. <laughs> you're going to put a lot of work in, and even a little bit of work. You're going to put some work in, and you're going to turn around, and next thing you know, you got the hottest shit. Like my man, uh, I forget exactly what his name is. He's He's got like 50,000 followers on Instagram. He showed me today because he was commenting on the GCW thing too. He was like, yeah. He's like, look at this rock thing that I made that has 109,000 likes on Twitter or on Facebook, and they covered up my name with a logo. Shit is nasty, man. It's a nasty game. It's a nasty game. If you do it, and you ain't got to do it for free, don't do it because you have to have a little money in your pocket to be broke with your feelings too. That shit hurts when you got 37 followers and somebody takes your shit and shares it with their 237 followers and it gets a bunch yeah. of likes and they cover your shit up. Like, imagine if, uh, yeah, yeah, your creativity gets, yeah, gets ripped out from underneath you. <laughs> Perpetrated like And then put a logo over some shit. It's one thing to just put a logo over your shit. To, to, to mod it out, or not mod it out, but to, uh, to crop it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Logo, not that, no. Hours. <laughs> Putting a logo over your shit is crazy, but it does happen way more often than it should. But uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Good show. Um, fantastic. Well, well on that side of the GCW ledger, we've got Gage losing to Cardona, but on the national side, he's on AEW Dynamite, and yeah. he's now feuding with. Chris Jericho. <laughs> yeah, part of the yeah. the five labors of Jericho. Um, last week it was a chairs match, well, a one-sided chairs match with Sean Spears. Um, yeah, and then he comes out and he wins that. Oh, what's up, uh, Boris? Boris in the chat. Shut up, the time pilot. Um, yeah, so he comes out and MJF is like, "All right, you did your thing, but here's your second labor, and it's Nick fucking Gage." Like. A thing you never thought you'd see, right? Like, like even as far as AEW is, does their thing to be cutting edge, give the people what they want. To me, if you ask me, that was a step too far. If, if in, in um, thinking would it ever happen, I mean, not it happened, yeah. but yeah, sure, yeah. But then Nick Gage comes out next to MJF, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. I love um, the way. Nick Gage played it on Twitter afterwards. Like, yeah, I normally would punch a guy like MJF in his face and, you know, steal a scarf. But, you know, he's paying me to beat up Chris Jericho. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Come on. Let's keep it real. I'll, I'll get along with the guy if he's going to pay me to get on TV to beat, Chris, beat up Chris Jericho. To do this shit I would probably do anyway? Like, yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Fuck yeah. Do you... Do you <laughs> Do you think um, do you think any less of it because it's the second uh, you know in the few or in the trials? It's not the fourth and certainly not the last. I think that the whoever he because three and four is like mm, you know it's it's hard it's going to be hard to make three and four to 
of trials three and four, unless they're just super gimmicky, uh, yeah. to, to, to be better than at least the excitement and the buzz that somebody like Nick Gage gives you. Yeah. I think like a two-on-one match with FTR that Jericho somehow wins qualifies as a three or a four. Okay. Um, I think him straight up with Wardlow, I think I think that works too. Like I think that there is, yeah, there's the pinnacle, you know, there are things that they bring. I think that the five has to be somebody who we haven't seen, like somebody who's from outside of the company or, you know, something like that. The five has to be a big one. But I think that this as, um, again, I'm thinking about the makeup of the inner circle, um, you know, this as the second trial, I still think really does work. Um, just because it's so different from what they do. And, and in all fairness to Nick Gage, like we're talking about how, you know, interesting this is, he's still probably the least known person that, he, that Jericho's going to face. Like, I think this was for us, people like us, more than anybody else. Like, it was a, kind of a tip of the hat, you know, um, but yeah, I, and Boar's right. I like that they can bring out Painmaker Jericho. You're going to get something you don't usually see. But yeah, I just think that that fifth one will be something that is really, really unique. But you can work in the other members of Pinnacle for the next two. I think. Now, it's not going to be unique, and because I don't think it works, it can't be Punk or Brian. Like that's not. Yeah. Not goons to be to be. Which is positioned like chess pieces, even if it's mm-hmm. the last like like no, that's that's I, I can't imagine. Uh, and plus, okay, they got to fight. Oh, all right. <laughs> you oh, know, it's like, the fifth labor. That is a good point. Uh, my man, my man Graham brings it up. Um, is the fifth labor match the MJF him. match? Yeah, it could be. Because if that's yeah, if that's the last one, then yeah, he can definitely work in two more things there. Um, but either way, I, I, I still think there are two things you can work in. But, yeah, you're right. I, I think that – and I guess we're probably transitioning into that. Um, yeah, Punk and Brian, I think, are two bigger deals to be something along the line or even the culmination before you face MJF. You know what I'm saying? They can't beat a Sagat to his M. Bison. I don't think so. Especially when – I'm sure they feuded, but, like, there's not – we don't think of those as rivalries, Punk Jericho and Punk Brian. Right. No, no, good point. Is there someone from Jericho's past that, that's free that would make a, a good, you know, surprise? And it doesn't have to be on the level of, oh, it's the fifth, because like we said, it could be. Yeah. I mean, so. Christian would be a good one, but Christian's alignment suggests he wouldn't agree to a thing like that. Um, and he's, and you know, they have a WrestleMania. Obviously, he's already Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing about Jericho, he's almost a victim of his own success and longevity. Like, do you have access to Juventud Guerrero? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, is, is, is Dean Malenko spry? You know, like, that would be a thing, but those guys are... You know, again, Jericho held on so much longer than everybody else, um, even though Hoobie would work, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm even thinking about, like, WWE, you know, you're not you're not going to get Rock. You're not going to get Austin. Um, you're not going to get Triple H. Um, you're not going to get Kane. You know, it, that, that's difficult. That is difficult. Yeah, yeah. 
transition to WWE. Ooh, I mean, uh, you got you do have show. (laughs) You got you got show right there. Um, from Jericho show, you got show. Yeah. Um, What no, no, speaking with. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You got it. No, you want to, no, if we're not going to, let's not transition if you want to yeah, stick with Yeah, because they're sticking with AEW for a second. Um, you know, the rumors are that they have signed Punk and Brian. I haven't yeah, heard oh, yeah, specifically, yeah. but yeah, those are the rumors. Um, and I made a comment on, on Twitter, and people can't read, so you know how that went. But I said, hey, I think that any company with the two of them is better off with them. I also don't think that this is like the game changer people expect it to be. Because I think that the people who really, really, really want to see Brian and Punk in AEW are already watching AEW. Like, I don't think there's... You don't think the they're the key away, to, like, Lance fans that aren't watching wrestling at all anymore? I, the reason I don't is because I think that that's what AEW was. Like, I think AEW was the shot in the arm for people who missed CM Punk and people who thought that wrestlers like Daniel Bryan were being mistreated. And I think that there's crossover with that fan base and the Kenny Omegas and the Young Bucks of the world and the Adam Pages of the world and the Ray Phoenixes and the Pences and the Jungle Boys. And like, I think that this is the same audience. You know, Now, I'm certainly not saying that more people won't watch. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is you know, it, it's not – I think Daniel Bryan is one of the very best wrestlers I've ever seen. I think CM Punk has one of the most dynamic personalities I've ever seen. I, those things did not translate to a ratings boon in WWE. So I don't think it's all of a sudden going to draw a huge audience in AEW. Um, I, I think it's going to be the same people who are watching. And, that, and that's not a bad thing at all. Like, that's not <laughs> a, a, a terrible thing. I just think that, like – I think you can charge more for a pay-per-view ticket and a live show because those two guys are on. I think people will pay their money to go see them at a heightened rate um, because they're fans of those guys. I think you will sell more T-shirts. Um, I think you will yeah, have more autograph signings and all that kind of stuff. I just don't think more people are all of a sudden going to turn into a TV show because I think those people are already watching it. Yeah, and if AEW was supposed to be for last fans, what you know that idea they're going to bring, but they would be doing three million viewers plus. Like they would be doing everybody that's pretty much watching current WWE plus people who stopped. That's not happening. Like they might be getting close and on some some weeks and with, and then some of the demographics actually beat Raw. They're doing it just because we're all so terrible and they're squeaking by. It's an accomplishment, for sure. But it's not... They didn't didn't bring a bunch of fans back. Like, they are... Yeah. 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 Doing doing good numbers. Um, They have a a good show that holds steady. Um, It's just, yeah. I just don't think that... uh, Here's, here comes Darrell. I just don't think that um, some people you've seen for a long time are, are going to all of a sudden make a bunch of people watch more because it's not like it, – it, for Daniel Bryan, it's not like WWE like mistreated him the last few years. 
You know what I mean? Like Daniel Bryan's mistreatment is notable, but that's six, seven years ago. You know, the last two or three, especially after he came back, they treated him like a big deal the whole time he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really it's not good, like gave him a great send off, and then when he was good a couple years later, did a big old like, oh shit, Bryan's back, and you know, featured him. So yeah, made him champion, defended the title at WrestleMania. Um, you know, was in the main event of the last WrestleMania. You know, like they like, treated him well. You know, and, and and the Punk thing, I just don't. Again, I think that the people who left wrestling because CM Punk was not with WWE. I think those people watch AEW every week. I really do. I'm the majority of them, so it's going to be cool when it happens, but I just don't think it's going to be anything that stays because, again, I think those people are already who the audience is. Those are all good points. Uh, Okay. So, all right. So, moving on to uh, WWE, let's talk about your man, uh, I fucked doggy style Roman Reigns, uh, <laughs> who, who who had his quote unquote controversial line about John Cena being same old shit, boring, just like missionary position over and over. Uh, they took they they edited off their various top YouTube, yeah, uh, YouTube's and probably maybe the, maybe even I don't know I didn't have anybody confirm it, but maybe even the Hulu. Uh, 90 minute Hulu version, or no, 90 minutes. Yeah, 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 it's an hour and a half. But yep, um, I thought it was a, a clever line. I thought the whole, the both. I think Cena's promo was, you know, obviously meant to be. Because uh, as you're watching the Cena promo uh, in real time, or before you see the Roman one, it's like, is he being like super like schlocky on purpose? Like, it's hard to tell because it's John Cena, and that's kind of what he does. But it, it, but when you heard Roman give him the both barrels of being the same shit, it was like, oh, okay, that was clearly the idea to give you classic, yeah. stereotypical John Cena with the over-the-top mannerisms and the pronunciations and everything. You can't see me, or, you know, Roman can't see me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I, remember, I can't remember the last time. Maybe I'm not paying attention to a lot of John Cena when he was around a couple of years ago, but I don't remember that being a particular big part of his repertoire anymore. The you can't see me or you can't see me part. It's more of a, mm-hmm. you know, mid-late mid, 2000s thing. Uh, so, yeah, especially when he did that. And then Roman came out and just, just murdered that man. Yeah, you said you've been doing the same thing since 2005, Jack. <laughs> and it was like, like yeah, I can go on the network and plug in, you know, John Cena from 05 and it's the same thing. Oh, and, and I the, think the fun that's thing about it, you go after a guy. Yeah, yeah. The fun thing about it is, I mean, in in all fairness, Roman Reigns was the same guy until a year ago that he'd been since 2000. 11, 12, whenever you want to say, right? Yeah, it's actually dummy because he's not acknowledging that. Uh, exactly. You know, so it, it works like on, on both of those levels. But yeah, like uh, one a thing I wanted to bring up, and, and it's kind of back and forth. So Roman's like, I don't have any interest in facing John Cena. Like, for what? And of course, there's some chicken shit in there, but there's supposed to be. Um, on the same way that Bobby Lashley is like, I'm not even going to dignify Goldberg's challenge with a response. I got other shit to do. 
Like, I like that they're both kind of dismissing these long-standing pillars of wrestling, um, you know, to, to do other things. And, of course, we both think both of those matches are going to happen. But, you know, for them to kind of be above it all for different reasons, I find really interesting. Like, they're not doing yeah, things I don't understand that are it with Lashley. different. Well, because fuck Goldberg. I understand it. What is he? Who is he? What has he done? Goldberg, you don't just get to come out here and do what you like, want. You I'm a man. Like trash in the place and mad and wanting to like beat everybody up. I, like, NBC okay, told him. Fight NBC me. told him like, hey, nah, we we not we don't have to worry about this dude right now. But yeah, he was pretty pissed. He was he was pretty upset. He was getting shown up, but like he don't want no he don't want no part of Goldberg. But not in a way like I'm scared. Just like a Goldberg. Um, I'm a fan of that. Um, I, I think that. You know, we're, we're, there's going to be something special with Roman and Cena. Like, I genuinely think so. Um, Goldberg and Lashley, not so much. Um, yeah. Goldberg is hanging on by a thread. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think um, we're looking forward to some – and especially with John Cena, like, going on the road. Like, he was at Raw, came out after. Like, he's really here this summer, it looks like. And they're saying, you know, Suicide Squad comes out next week. I guess he's done – you know, the majority of the work he needs to do for that. And it looks like that movie's going to sell itself, as a matter of fact. Um, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. The streets was lagging it. Yeah, they said um, one of the few, not the few, because there's a lot good about the movie. They said one of the best things about the movie is, like, the professional rivalry between John Cena and Idris Elba. Like, that's one of the sticking points of the movie. So it's like, good, good. Like, he's really doing a thing. Um, so yeah, like, like everything's working right now. And so they are going to look if, if everybody doesn't ruin it, uh, they're going to have quite the match in Vegas. Um, but you know, you know, everybody want to be outside then they're supposed to be outside. And whew, that is the time that like, WWE. Batista like, oh, got a former main event champion coming in with the movie coming out soon, huh? Really getting behind? <laughs> he's sitting we in do his, this uh, now? Yeah, he's sitting in his kayak with the in, with the gray hair. Did you see that commercial that he's that he's in for? Uh, uh Batista, no, I haven't seen it. He's in an ad I saw it on Twitter for uh, oh, is it a streaming service? Something that has everything because he's going through a litany of. But he's like got an old man like a long gray ponytail. He's like, just the, yeah, it's fun. He's just a gem. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, good thing that they have, yeah, good that the timing is going to work well and, you know, the movie is going to be a success so they don't be tempted to do the self-deprecating, you know, or have to have Roman Reigns say something about how bad the movie flopped or whatever. So I always want things to be hitting on. Uh, my man said it's a Disney bundle ad. Makes sense because they have everything. Makes a lot yes, of sense. Yep, yep. Um, but no, for sure. So, yeah. Um, so if we transition back to Rolling Loud really quick, um, be outside just like you outside. I'm outside vaccinated, baby. Don't talk about me crazy. Um, but yeah, Rolling Loud was apparently a super spreader event. Um, like tens of thousands of new cases. <laughs> From a from a festival, like who could have expected that, right? Put everybody in a space where there's not even seats; they're just all standing there next to each other in dirt. Um, and next thing you know, 
um, we are looking at stage four. Put your mask back on whether you're vaccinated or not, and just stay your ass home if you're not vaccinated. Um, you know, WWE's just getting back on the road. It would take literally an act of Congress um, <laughs> for them to shut everything down, but, man, um, I can definitely see them having to go back to the PC or back to the Thunderdome, AEW having to go back to Daly's place. They're going to fight it tooth and nail for it not to happen. But, man, it's getting crazy outside again. Uh, Rolling Loud specifically, and not even about uh, Corona or anything, but just the show itself and the WWE portion of it. You know, that's all I saw. I, I, oh, they hated everything, by the way. <laughs> wasn't man, just WWE. Seen, they hated everything. I just haven't seen a bunch of more disinterested kids. That's kind of what I, you know, forty-one-year-old man here. Just a bunch of bunch of disinterested kids. Like, man, this is not nineteen ninety-nine, and this is not you know spring break MTV wrestling crossover crowd going nuts for everything because everybody's recognizable, everybody knows everybody's catchphrase, everybody's wearing everybody's t-shirt. Like, this is not that. You had to go for it. If you're WWE, you got the chance to do that show. You have to do it, but you had to recognize going in it like, man, there's going to (laughs) be... And it's like, how do we keep this crowd halfway interesting? It's like we could put all the black and brown people on this thing and yeah. all the people with the coolest gimmicks and best music that comes across live. Oh man. It, it wasn't great. It, I'm sure for the, the wrestlers, it might've been unique experience, but having to watch that. Yeah. How, and they, like I said, they, they, they interspersed it with the other, the Cleveland crowd. How did that, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they put both of them in there. Um, but yeah, like I said, like that that crowd seemed to be disinterested in a lot of events that were happening, like live performances and everything. Like so, so this wasn't it's not the best No, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it's they not, were just it, a the bad wrestling crowd. part were, wasn't. How, how are you a bad crowd in July 2021? <laughs> yeah, how many of those people? It was too cool, there? man. Well, because they were was... out and they're just like, eh, yeah, yeah, nice music. That crowd specifically, it was not their first time being out. That's the thing we should probably latch on to. Like, they was outside. Like, we've been partying for three months, man. What do you mean? Yeah, (laughs) we are good. No, for a year and a half. We are good. We've never stopped partying. (laughs) Exactly. It's only y'all. We was at spring break. Yeah, so. So, yeah, so, yeah, but, you know, that is the thing. Um, Shout out to the dude who threw his shoe at the baby. Um. You're a hero, even in a uh, crowd of villains. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, Did he have AIDS? Talk, the guy that threw the shoe? That I don't know. That I don't know. She sprinkled some HIV on the shoelaces just in case and was like, yo, if it catch him, it catch him. I love that. What the fuck? Like, y'all already get away with everything. Like, you don't really get canceled. You get say the, the most foul shit and it's like well it's grandfathered in because what do you expect it's the culture and the, the genre and whatever but 
out of your way in front of like uh, you know as much as we want to talk shit about that crowd, probably a quite diverse crowd. You know, yeah. <laughs> how are you not a diverse said, crowd with a bunch of young people in 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Darrell said the baby will beat most people up. Yeah. He's. I mean, I don't know if you can fight your way back into sponsors. He's already losing them. So good luck. Right. To him. That's the thing. Um, he's yeah. already making his like, little crossover move, and that doesn't happen for for the, you know a non pop. I mean, he has his pop moments, but you know, he ain't a pop rap dude. And he just fucked his whole shit up just by being. Dog, I just why did somebody just send me a clip of somebody giving somebody a damn? His girl gave him like uh, a package, like a, a inverse Rikishi driver, like a, almost a locked in Mishinoku driver on the dance floor. That's amazing. I'm gonna put that in chat. Wow. Um, that's, that's, right up my alley. That's, fucking, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, but let me see. Um. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk, Nikki Ash, man. Um, so Nikki Ash, formerly Nikki Cross, Nikki almost a superhero, is your Raw Women's Champion. Uh, beat Charlotte with the uh, the big time crossbody last week. Um, and you know she came out and she's cutting the the whitest of white meat babyface promos. Like, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And I may not be a superhero, but um, you know, I feel like I am, so I can do, you know, I can do all these things and, you know, some real heartfelt, like, good shit. And she's pausing for the reaction. I think the crowd is responding to it the way you want them to. Like, that's all working. And Charlotte came out and shut all that shit down. Um, Charlotte is absolutely, like, at the top of her game when she's talking down to people. Um, and she was in Nikki's ass telling her what she ain't, how she ain't a representative for the company, how, you know, people like her should be uh people like her should be the representative, not her. She doesn't look like a champion, doesn't carry herself like a champion. And she cheated Charlotte out the title, Charlotte wants the title back. Rhea comes out and is basically like, yo, you lost the title, this and that, but I should be the one to beat uh Nikki because you knew you couldn't beat me so you got disqualified on purpose and that's how you played yourself. And Nikki's like Y'all are both underestimating me. I'm going to beat you both. And in fairness, they have been telling this story for months. Like, Nikki was who they were looking past, and Nikki was finding ways to get technical, technical victories over them to the point where, you know, she got herself into money in the bank, won money in the bank, cashed in like you're supposed to. And so, you know, they are – to me, I think that – this is playing out so that Nikki can find a way to win at SummerSlam because Rhea and Charlotte are way too focused on one another. And I actually think it was a good thing having Charlotte beat Nikki on Raw. Like, I really do think that was a good thing because Charlotte's confidence is going to be way high. It might do the same thing with Rhea, and I think Nikki's going to find a way to beat them. And, uh, yeah, she's going to have a bit of a run throughout the, uh, the first bit of fall here. Okay, so real quick, I just peeped that tweet. Why would you Jeez. let anybody put you in that kind of position? Let alone okay, did he jump? I'm looking at it. Did he jump up like that? He did jump up. He jumped up for her to catch him, and she didn't have 
the uh, uh, they blaming her. Right. Gosh. Right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Why would you put yourself in that position for anybody, let alone a? That should look a, great though. A regular sized woman. She looks pretty fit, but a regular yeah. sized woman on an improvised dance floor. Like that ain't yeah. your place. <laughs> to be putting your skull and neck in, uh, in the hands of somebody. Yeah, that's, that's a little dangerous. Why? <laughs> it's a little dangerous. Yeah, hey. man. Um, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know the Nikki Ash the the, the I, I get it. It's, it makes a lot of sense continuing the story, but the specific, you know, you don't. It's just so heel one oh one with the. Fit person comes out to the uh, Nikki Cross is certainly fit herself, but the you don't look like a champion. Like what? What does that mean? You know, say say what it's a, yeah. what it really means. Like you're not pretty, or you don't have muscles, or whatever the situation would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, they can't help themselves. So I know they just want to get they the real heat, but yeah, nobody's. Nobody's thinking that. Or they are, but they think maybe it's a silly gimmick. They don't want to go there because it's their shit that they created. I thought it was just heel, standard heel 101 Charlotte stuff. I, I know she's good when she's talking down to people, but, you know, just kind of over Charlotte. I just want to get some time to get, I don't know. Charlotte said they call me the opportunity. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't got to say it. Like I, yeah. What you really got to say? Like also, I get it. Do they? I, now I guess I guess like that's her thing, man. You know. Now that she's said it, sure. Mhm. Okay. Darrell lying. Talking about Nikki came out to no sound. I was watching the show, Darrell. That ain't true. <laughs> don't, don't lie. Um, but yeah, it was um, like I think this is going to work. Um, will they stick with it? I don't know. I mean, at this also, point, with the talent pool as thin as it is, as shallow as it is, it's uh, I don't I don't begrudge them for for maybe with the character and gimmickry of it, but the fact that they're pushing somebody that they haven't been pushing before is always a good thing. It's like yeah, I wish they did it in a different way, but at least it is something different. So when we get more of the same in a few months, it'll be fresher. Um, so Keith Lee and Karrion Cross had a match. Yeah, they did. Um, so apparently Keith Lee was actually booked to win that match originally, and Karrion Cross was like, dog, like, what are we doing? And they went with him. Um, and not that they shouldn't. Like, I, that's his right. Like, yeah, why? I'm not mad you know, that you're he, a, a killer yeah. on NXT, and they got you looking crazy on Raw. Yeah, you should fight that off. Like I, did. I, I thought the reaction was overdone last week because I didn't see Raw live last week, but I saw the reaction of, oh, my God, they got, they bought, you know, they bought Triple H's man up and fucking disrespected him on TV. And I was like, man, I can't wait to see what they had Jeff Hardy do, what kind of squash embarrassment that they have him in. And we talked about it last week. Right? Oh, it was totally whatever. And, yeah. Just like, okay, if you're going to lose, that's certainly how I'd want to lose on some mm-hmm. bullshit, lucky, whatever. <laughs> but the reaction, I'm sure he, you know, 
felt some of that and heard some of that. And even if he yeah. didn't, even if he didn't, I'm not sure I begrudge him going, ah, come on. Like, the fuck? Uh, if I fuck with Keith Lee, but, like, it ain't my fault you're missing your opportunity with him. You know, I'm not going to try to piece his, piece his shit back together on my back. Yeah. So, as non-fan as Carrie Cross as I am, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. And I think especially when you got, you know, now you got him and Joe uh, headline and takeover, you know, it was important for him to look strong, you know? Um, so... Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little uh, text thread on Gary <laughs> Cross's phone between him and Joe for Monday night. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. around four or five in the afternoon. He's like, "They about to lose to Keith Lee tonight." If we doing this, and you this, about to sign that contract it. Wednesday for our shit, and they want me to look like. And Joe was probably like, "Tell them." I'm, he's like, but he's like, oh, "I don't want to piss nobody off." Joe, he's like, "Look." This is how you phrase, you know, because Joe's the, mm-hmm. the the veteran. I can imagine he's like, look, this is how you phrase it, and they keep all the heat off of you, and blah blah. Yeah, blah. he said you go in there with Keith if you want to. <laughs> you call you call Keith and tell him if you want right, to. Let like, yeah. know, right? That's yeah. probably uh, uh, some of the advice. Running behind your back. No, I'm not trying yeah. to like fuck your career, your pushover, but I got business I'm working on my that. own. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Uh, yeah, props to Karen Cross. If if, uh, if half of that is is halfway acting, um, um, I, I think that's going to be good. That the takeover is shaping up to be really well, good. You got that match. Talk about um, Dakota Kai. Yeah, that's what I was getting. I to. think yeah. I think the psychology is all wrong. I think Dakota should be should, should have would have had a very easy. Uh, transition going back to being a babyface. Uh, Raquel is, I don't think, it's almost like in that, uh, I like her more than I like Brian Cage, but it's like, I don't think she's going to be a good babyface. Right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't think it's in her at this point to be a good, convincing babyface. She's bigger than everybody else. Let her run with that bully, flexing my back muscles. He'll think she's been doing and been so good at the last and cultivated the last half a year or so. And Dakota Kai, we know, is a good baby face. And the psychology of, uh, okay, so the tiny little 5'5", five, five, 120-pound woman is the, is the, is the aggressor and the, and the evil one here? Like, I'm supposed to... I mean, you know what it is, though. (laughs) They're they're literally redoing HBK Diesel. Like, that's what it is. It ain't a bad thing, you know, but it's, you know, smaller, more, more, at this point, more charismatic act, feeling like they're being overshadowed by the larger act. You're here because I got you here, and I'm going to take that shit away. I, I like it. I like yeah, it. I get it. I get the big mommy cool stuff, but that storyline and that like that was booked in '94, and the current optics, like probably or at least the idea, right, was like in '94 when they bring Nash in as Diesel. They're like, okay, we're going to have him be Michael's partner. He's going to be a breakout guy, and then we're going to be, like we know the psychology, or we know the how they did things, and they. You imagine book shit, booking shit out months and even a year or so out, or at least having the, the, the 
template and things set up for it, that was a lot more a lot more was put into that. Right. That friendship, that storyline. And it went a year plus. This is Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez on NXT for the last six months. Mm-hmm. I got so it. when so so Dakota turning, as much as a oh moment as it was, because it was set up good, she hit her with the kick in the corner, really good, and, and Raquel sold it. Great. But yeah. going forward, I don't believe it. Like I gotta now buy into Raquel being the bait, the, the good girl and Dakota's the bad girl, and I gotta stay, see, look at them for the next four weeks. Try to sell me on Dakota Kai having a chance as the as the I, I don't know. It doesn't work for me, dog. In the long run, like in the overarching story, uh, I just wish they would have uh, switched the uh, uh, the alignment. Maybe maybe their thinking is, well, we're not going to turn Raquel all the way babyface, then I think they're fucking up even more. Like, don't go halfway and try to... Like, no, like... Because yeah, I do think, ultimately, Dakota Kai's, like, earned, you know... not She's not necessarily on a on a baby... What the babyface trajectory would have been for a Bailey, but she's ultimately, like, feel good, root from under, amazing fire babyface. Like, she absolutely is that. And so, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, maybe Raquel does something to get back at her... Um, yeah, we'll see what they do. Um, so you got those two matches. I haven't gotten enough I time think. to like start liking Raquel Gonzalez enough to like when she does start retaliating or, or to you're gonna feel beyond, good about it, yeah. Beyond the excitement of a turn, um, and the fact that it was set up well and the promos were, were good, like just stepping back and thinking about like, okay, where can this go? It's just like, yeah, I don't get a great feeling. I hope they can make something out of it. Those two are talented enough. Certainly, Dakota Kai is. So I'll give her uh, all the benefit of the doubt as far as uh, waiting to see what they do in the next four weeks. For sure, for sure. And uh, you're probably going to get the blow off with Colin O'Reilly. Um, you know that's going to be good. Uh, yeah. I really like that Cole Bronson Reed match, by the way. I, I did too, good. but you know, I wanted. I, this was. Wanted Bronson Yeah. Yeah, this was the test, like. Okay, let's do they have how much faith do they have in Bronson Reed? Uh, mm-hmm. Or it could just be well, it's not that they they lack faith in Bronson; it's their big Adam Cole fans, and they got something yep. planned planned for him. But as a, I think as a, I think one of them Bronson is gone Reed after fans. this. I think either Cole, and if it's Cole or Riley. It's like mm, it would have been great to have. Have Reed, but I, I think, yeah, but, but I think Reed, the blow off is Cole and O'Reilly. Like I think that whoever loses that match ends up on Raw or SmackDown. Um, and then all of a sudden you got Hit Row and uh, Lego Del Fantasma. Yeah, and, they finally made that thing a little because uh, it, it's been so one sided. Hit Row's just dominated them on the mic, and I think fucking got, shit. One, yeah. got one over on them physically. So it was. It was kind of time. Like, they got to do something to, 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 yeah. to even the score to make this thing interesting going forward. So, that was cool. Yeah, and well, I hope oh. we get, you know. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I've been meaning to say this for a, a couple of weeks now, but the one guy with the long hair and Jinder Mahal's faction, the, the bigger, mm-hmm. 
uh, huskier dudes with the with the hair. Man, he's got a look. Something about that guy yeah. that's like he should be focused on. Or hopefully they have. Hopefully, I don't know how how good of an athlete or a wrestler he is. Uh, just mm-hmm. seeing him in the in the, the, the little bit of stuff I've seen him in since Ginger's been back, um, and how I watch it. Certainly, I'm not focused on on those matches. Um, but just his physical and just his face and his hair and his body, like this guy is very marketable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he can talk or wrestle, but just look yeah, just looking at him. It's like, oh, this guy could certainly be something. I was watching you ever seen Bahu Bali? No, I'm not familiar. It's a wild Indian movie, uh uh war epic over-the-top action, if you know anything about, like, over-the-top action Indian films. Um, Bahubali. It's on Netflix. I haven't seen Bahubali 2, The Electric Boogaloo, but uh, Bahubali 1 is, is ridiculous, and, and that guy reminds me of, like, one or two of the characters in that movie. But, okay. Back to, back to what we were saying. Yeah, um... You, you like AJ at 44, still pulling out 450s with the greatest of ease? He's grabbing his rib after. I don't know if he was selling or if he was selling. <laughs> like, oh, shit. That shit hurt. He didn't land it flush. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are. And I guess that's leading to. Uh, what is that? That's leading to probably RK Bro versus AJ and Omos at SummerSlam. Like, them just whooping Matt Riddle ass out of nowhere. Like, I feel like, yeah, that's leading to Randy Orton coming back. Um, You know, and whatever. (laughs) And whatever. Like, that's a good, I think it's a good, strong SummerSlam match. How long has John Morrison been going by America's Moist Wanted? Moist Wanted. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been pissing me off. America's Moist Wanted. They got ripsticks. That shit is so wild. They just doing whatever. They don't care. Yeah, I just love when you get shit by, like you know. Yeah, like skeet, 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 for sure, (laughs) for sure. Uh, Frankie Monet looks great so far. By the way, like they're 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 doing the right thing. I don't know about her losing, but yeah, they're doing the right thing by her. Like they're really paying attention to her, giving her act room to breathe. It's cool seeing the two of them both do fun stuff at the same time. Yeah, I didn't understand the thing last night with with uh, she's a heel. She came in as a heel. Like nobody mistakes, mis- you know, mistook her yeah. for a baby face. So was never heels though. He wasn't. No, he is. I'm saying like Robert Stone. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, but then he turned, or he inadvertently, or at least he cost her the match by trying to help. Like she didn't want to cheat. Like she didn't want to use the tablet or whatever the fuck the thing was to cheat, and then she lost because of him. So now she's going to be mad at him. So it's like, so she's good, right? And it was a bit of a mess in the like trying to figure out who I'm supposed to uh, uh, cheer and boo department. Uh, but execution wise, like you know, she she's she's a she's fine as a as a worker. I wonder how much and how far. They're going to push her. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is she an elite talent? Is she an elite worker? And then an elite subjective. Uh, you know. Yeah. One, one I mean, I think 
the stuff she's done in Mexico, the stuff she's done in TNA, I thought was really good. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like you're in you're in the land of the Dakota Kai's and Yoshirai's and Ember Moons. Like it, it is, it's a different thing. That is yeah. true. And it could just um, be I'm focused too much on the gimmick and the over the top mm-hmm. character part, and she just hasn't been it. She just hasn't four to seven minute matches every mm-hmm. other week on NXT. Just hasn't been able to showcase her her uh, stuff. So I just. Need to wait or watch other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get to people, Cameron Grimes is all in, boy. He is having the time of his life. (laughs) Like, uh, he just seems to be reveling in this gimmick, and he just seems to be having so much fun, and it's fun to watch. It really is. Yeah, LA Knight came across as kind of an idiot. Like, Cameron hit you nuts with the with the golf club. Why are you now? How did he you get you to turn? Now. How did you, he get you to chase after the, the grizzled uh, young vets? Man, I'm a little confused. <laughs> Zach Gibson out yeah. there is damn. Tiger Woods is killing me. <laughs> like the whole the red and black fit on. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I I enjoyed that. I had fun. This shit is silly. Let's um, bring some folks into the conversation. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the number to call. Let's, uh, let's start things off in the four one four area code. Four one four. Who's this? What Four one four. You're on the air. Breathing heavily. Four one four must have uh, hit one by accident. City of Milwaukee. Who's calling from Milwaukee? I'll try one more time. You're from Milwaukee. Say hello. Milwaukee, what happened? What up? Mm-mm-mm. All right. You know what? You made me look silly twice. So she just stuck to to the old traditional. Island in New Jersey, uh, start things off. Kyle, what's happening? Save me, bro. Well, Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. So you mind? Great. So I, I would say we had a pretty interesting week of te- of television this past week but but before before I get to my question and this week's library c- content that was placed on peacock okay. I, I, I'd like I'd like to tell you an int- an interesting story from 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 last night that happened during NXT. Okay, so, so you're gonna warm us up first before you give us the cock. Bet. So uh, what happened so, in NXT? Oh my god! So my my mom and I are are in are in my my little office here and 
you know, we're we're finishing dinner, and she she sees Frankie she sees Frankie Monet come on on screen, and she look she looks at her ring gear, and she says to me, "Who who is this?" Uh, Abominable snowman. <laughs> oh. Wow, Spurlo got got so, snatched. Okay. So I, 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 She's like, boy. I tried to head to it, but oh, oh, she, she's she's been she's been wearing something similar to that for for years, and. She, she had wrestled. So she has cold in, ankles and casts. She had wrestled <laughs> oh, okay. in Mexico and and Japan and all and all these different countries. So she's like, oh, but her her gear still looks like the abominable snowman. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean it does, but uh, you know that's what happens when you're trying to, <laughs> you know, you want your you want your own look. All right, well, we know Miss Furlow can get spicy. I remember she basically uh, cussed out Shahid on air uh, a couple of years ago. So. <laughs> I'm not surprised that she, she's got a little, she's got some heat with the outfit uh, <laughs> judgment. All right, what else yeah. you got for us? So, so for, for week number 14, of the Peacock Streaming Report. If you like the Coliseum Home Video Series, this was the week for you. Okay, we'll take Because a coterie of Coliseum Home Videos <laughs> is now up. Okay. Um. They have also also added the old WWWF All Star Wrestling from the early and mid 1970s. Are those the house shows? That are just like the point. No, the, those are. They have some of those, but but I'm talking about the W O R Channel Nine. Uh, regular weekly television episodes. Okay, so all our forty-five and over New York and New Jerseyans, I guess, understand. The ones that Bruno San Martino and Captain Lou used to mangle the commentary on. All right, not those house shows where you just point the camera and it's just like black ass and that just. Oh oh, yes, some of the some of those are up too. Okay. All right. Anything? Uh, anything more modern? They put up. Um. 
Mixed match challenges up. Uh, un- unfortunately, they they don't have any more Sunday light heat. That, what that Facebook was like, what Facebook was like, we own that content, isn't the Mixed Match Challenge, wasn't that like a Facebook exclusive, at least at first? Yeah, like, we got nah, that shit. That's our content, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah who's checking for the Mixed mix, mix Match Challenge series on Peacock? Oh shit, I get to see the budding relationship of Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. Uh... And then the utter, utter failure of season two that just was plagued by injury and all kinds of shit. Season two just was not great. Okay. All right. Do you have a wrestling question for us this week? Uh, Of course. All right. So... With Jeff Hardy testing positive for Corona on Friday, will this cause Vince McMahon to to reevaluate the plans he had for current NXT? champion Karrion Cross and what what level of push with, will Jeff Hardy receive now since he might have been in the process of receiving a rejuvenation push uh I mean it's Jeff Hardy it's, he's gonna thanks for the call Kyle. Yeah, he could easily get his rejuvenation push a month from now, six months from now. I don't think it's really going to cost him. It's, I, I guess my instinct is that it's not his fault that he got sick. I mean, maybe if he's out there being irresponsible, I guess you could put the blame on him. But uh, my first instinct is to go, well, you know, that sucks. He got sick, but Karrion Cross can't wrestle him in three weeks. When he comes back, I mean, unless he has some kind of like real issue, but he just has it and then gets over it, and two weeks later he's cleared to wrestle. Three weeks later he's cleared to wrestle, uh, and they can pick up where they left off or not, and they can do some. Uh, Jeff Hardy can do something without somebody else, and Karrion Cross can do something with somebody else. I don't think it's. I a think big Jeff Hardy. Deal. I think he might go back to where he was before he got the win over Cross. Um, and you know, it'd just be fine. I don't know. They can revisit it. Ultimately, I think this is to get crossover, not Jeff Hardy, though. You know, I think Jeff right. Hardy's that in that, you know, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, you know, put whatever name you want in their spot to where he's, you know, going to win a couple of matches here and there, but he's mainly there to make other guys look good. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think this rejuvenation push is, you know, it's not like it was going to end with him. You know, being Intercontinental Champion or United States Champion or some shit, or be get a main event at the Survivor Series and 
two or three to three months or whatever. I don't think uh, I don't think that was the plan. I think the plan was that Jeff Hardy is going to be Jeff Hardy, and we're going to you know give him a few wins here and there. But a guy like Jeff Hardy in this part of his career is exactly what house shows are are for. Mm-hmm. You know, where he can get his shit off on house shows and his fans can see him and he can do his full-on gimmick, his music and everything. Uh, but on TV, yeah, he's probably going to go, you know, go one, one win one out of five matches, more than likely. Okay, let's, uh, before we talk to Darrell, let's try Milwaukee one more time. Milwaukee, you make me look bad for a third time. I've, I've had real bad things to say about Wisconsin as a whole. Uh, are you there? 414. What up? <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't remember that. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> uh, let's talk to Jarrell. Jarrell, what's up? What's good, y'all? That's you. It's on your mind. Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Not too much, not too much. Trav, are you still doing the um the other podcast, man? About the, um, man, I don't even know how to say the little um show that you was watching. Uh, he uh, is. Well, he is, and it's coming. <laughs> he is, and it's coming. Um, we're a little backlog. We've been a little busy lately, but yes, he is still doing that. I got a few episodes. Oh yeah, you, you in the top. Yeah, you busy out there fighting around. Yeah, it's, it's loud. <laughs> yeah, it's loud. When you, you, oh, when your producer out there, all in the videos. All in the videos. <laughs> I see, man. I see, man. Trying to rap and stuff. Hey, and he been slipping too. Hey man, what happened to all the um the stuff, man? The uh the black um podcast yeah. thing. The, the yeah. um I understand the, the the podcast itself, but okay, man. All right, Twitch. It's you went, you went back. You went yeah. back to your um college um Texas um Texas um you um. Yeah. Um, days I hear thigh you know up the, heavy. You know what the thing is? It's it's hard. it's funny. I got way more stuff done when I was working in the office because I could separate like home from work and also throw in like the projects. With it all being in one spot, it's really difficult <laughs> to, to organize the time. But luckily, I'm finally going back to the office next. Yeah, because you got to get outside. Exactly. I need to be. It was difficult, but yeah, I got I got me and Trav talked about. It. I got Trav shows in the tuck. I got another. Um, I just got an episode yesterday of what's the fun in that. So it's all it's all coming. It's all coming. Mm-hmm. Steadily. Well, Travis, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That your that your producer <laughs> all in the videos. Yeah, no, Kendra, she, she, I hit her up. I hit Kendra up this morning, like, yo, are we recording tonight or or no? And she's like, nah, dude, you know, I'm going to have to get at you next week. And I was like, bet. Ain't no rush. Take your time, sweetheart. <laughs> you know, I can't sure, say, we, sure. we definitely got them, uh, got them ready to come out. Uh, so, yeah. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Got you. Well, man, all right. 
not too much news in wrestling front, is it? <laughs> I mean, With right. the rumors and all of that and and everything. So, you know. We, we didn't even talk about it. We talked about Cena or, or Roman re- rejecting Cena's challenge, but you know, then Balor came out and, uh, and put his bid in. So, when oh, are we yeah. going to have that match in two weeks on TV? Who knows? They didn't say a date. It could be. You want to talk about Balor? Yeah, Balor threw his hat in the ring. You don't want to mess with Gene, with John Cena. I'm right here. I'm ready. Came out there and got a nice pop too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know something that um, Cam swore he heard on Monday, but you know, playing tricks on him. Scarface. They were into it, man. They, they was happy. For, for for Nikki Ash, it's. But I, I will say this though, they're laying it on a little thick. <laughs> I can't. I won't deny that they're laying it on a little thick. As far as I'm a superhero, and even if I'm not a superhero, we can all be superheroes. The crowd, wow. yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay. That's that's just yeah. Scottish. Yeah, superhero. <laughs> dead, dead, dead on a DOA, dead on arrival. I'm telling you, she's gonna win that match, that's though, man. Threat. I really think so. They are gonna find probably a way. So, probably so, through. but it's dead, it's dead, it's dead on arrival, though. They are gonna have to work extremely, extremely hard to, to get them people to get into that um, triple threat. And that's such a that's such a, a waste. Such a um, problematic thing, yeah, but I'll let you know because I'll be there <laughs> in the building. Yeah, I'll be in the building. I hear in these streets. Oh yeah, Cam. Um, how you like you gonna um that rivalry we were having? Um, we're gonna be for real. That's just I don't even Y'all know. Coming to the um, mighty mighty um SEC. That is crazy. Sixteen team conference. So that's happening. Everybody's gonna make it. Yeah, next next year. Yeah, everybody's gonna make some money. That's so cool. what happens you know. to the Big Twelve? Yeah, right. Niggas, same thing. <laughs> it's no more. Exactly what you would expect. Like, like, like. Yeah, the Big Twelve's done. Like, you're losing the two teams that in football actually make money. Um, right. If you're like Kansas or, or Oklahoma or somebody, like what the fuck, fam? Oklahoma State. Yeah, o- Oklahoma. Okay, Oklahoma State are leaving, but it's like Kansas can go somewhere because Kansas has a premier basketball program, right? Um, all of a sudden, I mean Baylor has a men's and women's basketball program. That's a big deal I guess now. We had the so, same conversation. Both of them might go to the years big ago team. when the yeah, I think I think they're both around. going Big Ten. Yeah, but no, the Big Twelve's done. Like, enjoy uh, the Pac-12 Oklahoma State. Like, yeah, it's it's about to get really weird. Um, West Virginia. What's so crazy? Have fun in the They were begging y'all for years. They were begging y'all to give up y'all y'all network. (laughs) To give up y'all network. Yeah, they were like, so the money could be shared. Nah, but they gave it up for the SEC though. (laughs) Yeah, because they know this. Yeah. Cause there's money to be made. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's gonna be recruiting is gonna be crazy the next, you know, four or five years. Um, because you know, 
all of a sudden you can tell these Texas kids, hey, you can play on CBS three times a year, you know, in in the bright lights in the evening. You know what I'm saying? Not just ESPN. So, yeah, all of a sudden, like, it's going to be, uh, man, it, it's going to be something to watch, like how recruiting changes and where kids yeah, come from and where they but go. but it's only, it's only so many goddamn airwaves that can be filled at one time. Only so many games can be on at once at 8 o'clock, you know, at CBS will have um, games on all day on Saturday. Yeah, all afternoon, yeah, because they usually start at what, 2? Yeah, 12. I mean, hey, 12, my time, East Coast time, 12 all the way to (laughs) 8. No, CBS ain't no show no 11 o'clock games. That's ESPN Um, and ABC. On 12 to 8, I'm talking about, no, 12 to 8, CBS sometimes, them big – yeah, but the bigger point is that you can play those evening games where nobody else playing. That's what I'm saying. It's you on the TV. Like, nobody watching whoever's playing on new ESPN. Rivalries, yeah, but my new rivalries. You got a bunch of niggas I'm, playing I'm talking each about other. new rivalries in the SEC. No, I'm talking about, like, um, Texas oh, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Be you got pissed. all the rivalries. Yeah. yeah, and them, they, they the one who so dropped bad. the dime. They dropped the dime. They the one who yeah, dropped man. the dime. Who, um, yeah. who, who let it out the bag, let the cat out the bag. Because remember, um, Texas Oklahoma, they were going to come this year. <laughs> they were going to come this year to um, Texas and them drop the dime. Then they had to wait um, to next year. A bunch of bums. Yeah, they, they did not want to see Texas again because they know. I mean, the biggest thing for them is, like, their recruiting improved because – all of a sudden, a bunch of Texas kids can play in the SEC. Um, yeah, that's that's done. <laughs> that's done. You, yeah, you all of a sudden go back to being at best the third most important football school in the state. At best, because like, I don't know. There's kids who are gonna want to go play Pac-12, but like, if if I have options one through three of either going to Texas, Oklahoma. Or A and M, not going to A and M. Shit don't make no sense. Oh, everybody the is for the whole night. college football as a whole. Um, for for the college football as a whole, just because they just expanded the playoff, and damn near all the teams gonna be from the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are gonna have slots for sure. Yeah, uh, we'll be having a whole different conversation in, in in five or ten years about uh, the problems that this, these super conferences are. are, are that they're going to drop out of the um, college football themselves and have their own um, thing going on just with their teams themselves? Can they make a billion dollars? Just the SEC makes probably a billion-plus dollars itself. Yeah. They've been doing a lot. And all of a sudden, you well, you just added, you know, I mean, Texas made, I don't know if it was a year or two ago, but that's a $700,000 a year program. Like, oh, I'm sorry. $700 million is worth what it's worth right now today. And so we're talking yearly. That's going to add a pretty substantial number to what the SEC does. Like, yeah, the money going up, boy. The tickets finna hurt. <laughs> I'm going tailgating, and I'm going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
having, having this conversation, like, okay, maybe we can go to like minor league, uh, uh, a minor league hockey game, you know, see your park, or uh, Austin's got to think a G League be- uh, basketball team or something. I was like, well, we're not going to UT because <laughs> I am not paying for fucking. Cost, baby. Tickets. You're not even getting student yeah. tickets? Oh, yeah, they're going to run you, baby. Yeah. What? Because what? SEC schools travel. <laughs> mm-hmm. They travel. Yep. Right. You're going to have just mm-hmm. a, a big, big compliment of, uh, yep, other schools and shit. Yeah. Like, fans, their practices. They're driving on 35. Like, if you don't get the I'll get their game. Like, no. Fucking, uh, you know, practice. Or spring practice or whatever. You fucking hillbillies and y'all got the football. Crazy. Another thing, um, I don't know, but you know, um, you had Ronda come out there and try to defend um Simone Biles since everybody trying to trash the young lady because she chose her mental health, then going over there and in corona and catch corona and then have to um compete and be at the best, and people asking you stupid questions. I mean, so, I like, even if she wasn't... I... Go ahead, Kim. Yeah, go ahead, Trav. No, 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 you got it. <laughs> say, even if she wasn't the greatest of all time, like, yeah. so what? Like, right. I went out there, I wasn't feeling it. I felt like it was, I was a detriment to my team at the moment. I felt like they had it. I wanted to support them. Like, I don't even, I don't understand. If you're her teammate, okay, but they weren't even mad. No, like, it's working out for them. It's all yeah, working. Yeah, I, I just tried. As average as she had been in that first round or whatever the fuck, they would not have placed. They would not have won yeah. a bronze, let alone a silver, with yeah. her dragging them exactly. down. And that's just what it what it was for. That was the numbers. Yeah. Like, it's like you can't, you can't question somebody who's the fucking greatest at what they do because they finally didn't have a great fucking moment. And as a matter of fact, not only did they, they kind of did have a great moment, they put their team first and got themselves a silver in the fucking process. That's not a bad trade-off. It's a bunch of people who never competed mad at her about how she competed. Like, tales all the time. In the team sport. In the team portion of the sport. Like, this is why there are fucking eight or fucking 11 of these women on this team, however it goes. I mean, well, I mean, because um, people, people like, that look like her can't um, quit or uh, yeah. uh, step down for nothing. Yeah. You can't so, dominate. So we just got to talk about like that. You can't dominate. They'll change the fucking rules on you and go, well, other people can't do what you can't can do. So we're going to, you know, it's like Will Chamberlain made the fucking, made the damn key. Yeah. And it don't look like a key anymore. It's a damn wide thing because of him. Because hey, one really person, quick. Yeah. Before AEW goes on the air, I got a quick spoiler for everybody. Um, not not anything that's happening, but um, apparently they're actually starting the show with a 10-man tag now, uh, with the Elite against Paige and the Dark Order, because Tony Khan said there's a special surprise in the main event. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah. You getting Punk we'll, or uh, Brian tonight? I may be. Hell. Hell, yeah. You Did not, you, you know... You're not going against no NBA finals. Ain't really no games on. They show the Olympics at ass early in the morning. Shit, it might be the time. 
Is it better than both of these? They probably should have. Well, no, no, they can't blame them. They can't do surprises. They lose. TNT done already told them, hey, no, you can't do that now. No, no, no. You can't do what? But I think there. I think I don't know if the live crowd gets to see. I mean, I don't know if we get to see on TV that Tony Khan came out and said that. But he came out and said that in front of the the live crowd. So we'll see. We'll see how long that delay is. I know when I went, the delay was only like a minute. So if that still holds true, uh, we probably won't see that. But I don't know. I guess we'll find out here in a few minutes. I mean, it's the, the people that are want to find out that news will find out, but. Mm-hmm. Do you want people to hear that all that have been hearing the past week or two, Punker Bryan to AEW, and then to try to have that spread by, by word of mouth from the people in the crowd that are tweeting it or talking about it? Again, we and the people who want to find that, want to know that news, are going to find out relatively easily. But I think something. Maybe it's not the groundbreaking, and maybe it's just some mundane, regular shit in the main event. This ain't what we think it is. But if it's Punk or Bryant, and you don't give that special attention, I, I think they're missing something. But again, it could just question. be some regular I got a question for y'all. Shit. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, do y'all see, um, can you see uh, another wrestling boom ever happening? Mm. I don't know. So y'all, y'all not gonna be biased or let y'all fandom play a part in answering this, these type of questions. So somebody got to walk I, on. I can ask you that. Like yeah, I genuinely, I whenever I think I about it being like a big wrestling boom again, I'm like somebody would literally have to fly. And I, no, I, I people I, have to be cut not loose. being hyperbolic. People have to be let yeah. let. I mean, in a way, Hulk Hogan was kind of let loose in the 80s, and he was the, was the guy. Austin was let loose, right? It was just like, but that's not, the, the industry's not built for that, the industry. WWE, and by proxy, everybody else who follows their fucking lead, just isn't set up to have one person, one dominant talent personality uh, create those kinds of waves that get, you know, hundreds of thousands of people to flock to your shows. Well, they none are, of these people they just cool are not either. in the they environment. They don't have no cool factor. They're not, they're not allowed to be. We don't know. We don't... It took them fucking years. Why is Roman Reigns finally being let unleashed? Because they're letting them. We all heard about how fucking personable and awesome Roman Reigns, Reigns was backstage and as Joe... And we like, why the fuck doesn't that translate to TV? At least in the, mm-hmm. you know, from 2015 to 2020 to 2020, what, what happened in those five years? Like, well, they put the fucking handcuffs on him, and he ain't, he wasn't John Cena, and he couldn't thrive in that kind of environment like Cena did. And they're not the nimblest company that can just go, okay, this personality is different. Here's where we have to be different and how we fucking push him and how we create in uh, with and around him. Mm-hmm. But they're not set up for what that I heard one that. person, that one team, those, that handful of talents to get let loose because they don't let people loose. They're so tightly controlled. I heard that. I heard y'all say something. I heard y'all say something when y'all were talking about when I had said the baby beat up everybody. I heard y'all say something that, you know, he was losing, you know, 
um, his endorsements and stuff like that. And, and Travis, you were starting to say about him crossing over and probably being one of the few rappers, uh, they, you know, having that crossover appeal like that. Well, Travis Scott got it. That's what he got. That's why he Yeah, but Travis Scott is a, himself, he so. makes, he, he, like, the baby makes fucking very vulgar, very, yeah, yeah, and occasionally he'll, like, so I get what you try think. to make a track for the ladies. And, matter of fact, his whole gimmick is kind of like, not his gimmick, but, like, he attracts women, and that's why he gets, has the crossover appeal that he has. But that shit is a fine line, and going on fucking stage in front of, you know, on air and on whatever airwaves and shit, internet waves, and in front of that giant, diverse crowd, talking shit about people with AIDS, or when, that's just fucking, that's, you just, Killing your own career. What are you, like, what are you doing? His agent was probably having a fucking fit. Yeah. Like, we was just making it. Yeah. The baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so saying that, could the reason why we could never see a wrestling boom, because none of them cool. Austin was Not cool. About that. Rock was cool. They crossed over. Yeah. They, but they crossed over. You, um... They um, overlook a whole market. You just were talking about rolling loud, even though those those mother, those mother uh, buckers was crazy out there. All they wanted to do was climb the um, the light things and have the music keep getting cut off to tell them to stop climbing them white people. And then the black people was out there at the end of the show every night shooting at the white people. Shooting? <laughs> they, shoot, they was shooting at them. Yeah, it was shoot out every night. Shoot out every night. The second year in a row. They shoot up rolling live. <laughs> you got to think you in Miami, man. You in Miami, man. And um, I know they be you be hearing the guy on um, on Wade them show who be from Miami and you be talking, but I don't think they be in Miami, like in the city, city of Miami where, you know, ain't no sidewalks there. And, and it used to be a time you can't even barely stop at the stoplight if you got a nice car because they're going to rob you in broad daylight. So, you know, they shoot shooting. They shoot up rolling loud every um year, every night. <laughs> they shoot that thing up. Are people dying or yeah. are they just shooting? Yeah. No, nah, they just they just shooting up out there. You might get a person hit here and there, but, you know, that's what, it ain't like people not get shot down there. I'm going to see so, fucking Minister Society in 1994 or something. Like, what the fuck? Shit, shit up. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Nobody have a cool factor. You overlook a whole genre of people because, you know, y'all, most of these people stuck in their rock and roll type of ways and, you know, um, good old boy network type of stuff. So, you know, he, he ain't having no, you ain't having, um, Man, man, them yelling cowboy shit, uh, um, uh, uh, talking about super, almost superhero shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you have you you have guys who make fun. They 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 get mad at LeBron for making a kids movie because <laughs> and saying it wasn't good, and they rating it like it's supposed to be a reasonable movie when the first uh, what um. Space Jam was fucking um, not feasible and wasn't good she if you was think terrible. about it. <laughs> I, I saw that you got people out here right now. Terrible. But my six-year-old little brother was fucking all into it because it was made for him. Like, 
I don't think I was sitting there at 17 like, fucking Jordan making his sellout babies movie. I was just like, oh, it's a movie for kids that I'm going to unfortunately have to watch because I got a fucking, <laughs> you know, six-year-old brother. Uh, like, okay. People are now saying, like, who? people are fucking mad as shit about Castle Grace or He-Man. They're just really upset about fucking He-Man. It's just like... But they didn't watch it. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't uh, fucking. These watch are the same it. people that get know, mad at like the current youth culture because they don't make make music like they did when they were seventeen or nineteen. It's like, fam, they not making music for you and your fucking forty year old ass. Like, let them kids <laughs> like what they like. Like, let the fucking uh, the like, dude, they ruined my childhood. Like, no, all them shits is on DVD or streaming some fucking where. Go watch them shits to your heart's content. Go make yourself a nineties playlist. Fuck. And, and go out there and keep your bobos and go I go out there and be old and wear your bobos and shit up. Like it and might not be as good, but yeah, but it ain't for you. It's, it's certainly you weren't in mind when they made it, or you were, and you're like, in the, they're just you, you know, you're just a nostalgia guy, and you're going to fucking buy it because it's got the colors you like or it's got the logo you like and fuck the quality or whatever. It's just. That's your thing. But that's the internet. You yeah. Know, people want to, people want to, people. I right. got you, I got you. I just wanted to ask you guys that. I just wanted to ask you guys that because I was wondering, do you guys think it could be a wrestling boom? Because, you know, if you listen to how um, some of the people talk, um, and you listen how um, the biasness and how people um, talk about these stuff, they'll act like they're telling you um, – like it's a boom when I don't think no place doing numbers that they did a year ago. And I'm talking about pre-COVID. So, you know. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Yeah, it's you hard might. To say. Even if they had the biggest, most charismatic star come along and they had the creative to go with them, I don't know if there's, I don't know if the culture uh, is positioned for wrestling to have another boom. I don't know if the, the fragmented nature of media is set up for it to be a boom. What's booming? There are very few, but Marvel is a fucking boom. There are a handful of like gigantic, and not even gigantic, like oh, billions of dollars, but just, you know, TV shows aren't doing 18 million viewers anymore, at least sitcoms and shit. You know, maybe, maybe who's got talent and all those kinds of things seems to pull in those kinds of numbers. But that's it. Eight, twelve week kind of run, you know. You're doing twenty, twenty five episodes of a show that's going to do 10, uh, 15, 18 million viewers. Like we're just not. Everything's just fragmenting and fragmenting more and more. Talk about cam on Twitch and shit. There are people who don't watch nothing but Twitch and YouTube. Yes, that's so, comics booming, um, anime booming, but um, yeah, I don't think none of the other stuff booming. What? And it's not Smackdown, even and that's what, booming in relative went. to anime and relative to comics. That never was, not never, but certainly recently, wasn't like they were selling millions and millions of fucking copies of comic books every every week or mangas or fucking anime shows. Like, it's a very dedicated audience that gets that's gotten bigger certainly in the last decade or so, but, you know, it's not going to rival, like, uh, it's CBS or some shit. Or, or, Mark, or the MCU. Oh, yeah. 
So, oh, I mean, yeah, but, you I, know, I, I being in the industries and stuff. I don't think we're set up that of. way. Culture, culturally, creatively, societally, for wrestling to become uh, a thing that's in the forefront of everybody's minds anymore. Yeah, I, I have a fear that it's going to die out like like baseball trying to fight. They're dying out. And, uh, yeah, uh, but when you're so popular, dying, dying out. out. Uh, yeah, like people have been saying that since the 80s about boxing. They're still here. They're still doing billion-dollar billion pay-per-views and shit every now and then. Not as much as they you know, they were in the 60s, 70s, all that kind of stuff. But when you say something's dying, it's like, okay, it's not like five years from now it won't be around. Maybe WWE specifically think it's sold, that kind of thing. But like a traditional kind of horse racing, boxing and stuff, it's like a slow decline. Nowadays, it's not as slow not uh well you can you can say that to a point when you look at the biggest selling boxer was a youtube star sure <laughs> you haven't yeah. you haven't had boxers that made his type of money the last boxing match that did that was on um, pacquiao and mayweather and 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 people said they stole money and that's the biggest um gate of all time i'm talking about of all time and all of boxing so that's what I mean by dying out. I don't mean by dying out and going out of business. I mean, like, you're no longer considered top three. Boxing was yeah. top one type of sport. But I mean, no, it's no, it don't even matter no next to football and basketball. And the WNBA done um, kind of hopscotch baseball and all of that. Soccer done even came in the United States and, and passed baseball and boxing. Yeah, I, I think there's just so many, so many options. I think the the idea of when the 80s and 90s happened and cable became, everybody had cable and they went, oh man, there's so there's so many more options now and people have 100 channels and they don't have to watch, you know, uh, uh, I Love Lucy did a 50 share. You know, half of the people that were watching TV, you know, it's like, well, that's just, it's even gotten worse in the last... 10, 12 years, 10, 15 years. I mean, we actually saw it with hockey. I mean, hockey has slowly, and a lot of that shit was self-inflicted with the strike in the, uh, the lock, player lockout in like 04, 05. They really never recovered from the network dropping them and all that shit. Like, so we see, we can see what happens when, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, formerly like branded thing starts to slip from the zeitgeist and wrestling I think is different from those things because it's you know it's year round and it and has all the extra things that traditional sports doesn't have but um, yeah we, it could be a totally different landscape in five years and shit could change overnight all it takes is we get wake up and you see that tweet from uh Meltzer, somebody is like, uh, we have, we have it on good authority that WWE has sold to, to Disney or to fucking completely to Viacom, not Viacom, uh, Comcast, NBC Universal, and now they control it, and everything. Then we're in a whole new, whole new world. But until then, um, all right, <laughs> enough, enough, uh, enough rambling. Appreciate the call, Darrell. Uh, appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Uh, Cam, thanks for your co- your, your co-hosting ship. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same channel. 
uh, VIP folks, the ride uh, continues for you guys. Click over. Rich and I will be live for another hour or so of content. Uh, Non-VIPers, the ride is over. So we'll talk to you all next week. So for all the callers, Cam, I'm Trav. Uh, get at y'all next week. We out. Cause it's a new day, a new dawn, a brand new era And you'd be hard pressed, dog, to find a get more clever, my nigga So, see the medals on my vest Can't, go medals chillin' on my chest, nigga So, could never be nothing less Champion, grand beyond next Yeah.